Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is producer Mark Lavallo jumping in before this podcast just to let you know what's going on. For those of you who are avid listeners of this podcast, and thank you to each and every one of you that are, uh, what you're about to hear is a re-upload. And you're probably thinking, well, wait a minute, I just heard this just recently. And you're right. This is a very recent episode of Jay Talking. What you're about to hear is an interview between Bradley and WBZ traffic reporter Joe Stapleton. And one of the things that a lot of folks don't know about Joe uh, is that he was an actor. He's been in a lot of things that you've probably seen, everything from Mystic River to Manchester by the Sea most recently. He goes all the way back to Spencer for Hire with Robert Urich. So he's been around. And in this podcast, he talks an awful lot about how to get into the business, the first steps you need to take, what to do when you get there, a lot of practical advice from a guy who's been there. The reason why we're re-uploading this is because earlier this week, we lost Joe. Joe died rather unexpectedly, out of the blue, but our goal in uploading this is to remember Joe for who he really was. For those of you who have already heard this, you know what we're talking about. For those of you who haven't, this is a great opportunity to go ahead and take a listen and really hear what Joe had to offer. You don't have to listen too closely to really understand what kind of guy Joe was. He's very warm, very generous with his advice, and good advice at that. He was a talented guy, a good colleague, and a great friend. So if you have already heard this podcast, maybe consider sharing it with a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while. Let them know you're thinking of them. And if you haven't, sit back and enjoy this conversation between two very good friends talking about what they really love to do. Without any further ado, I give you Jay Talking with host Bradley Jay and our friend Joe Stapleton. Jay Talking with Bradley Jay, WBZ News Radio 1030. Joe Stapleton, who you may know as the overnight traffic reporter with Dan Ray and with me, but that's not why Joe is here, although he probably could give a traffic reporter. <laughs> I got stuck in traffic in on an, my way here. Actually. In an emergency. We're, he's here because his other job is is a, well, he's a star. He's an actor. Uh, You're a local, nice. You are a local star. Oh, uh, thank you. Tell the folks. Small star. Tell the folks what you've been in. Uh, well, uh, most recently, uh, Castle Rock, which is a, a Stephen King uh, production on Hulu, and I'm hoping that's getting re-upped. Uh, might have something happening there. I'm, I'm hoping for it anyway. Uh, Manchester by the Sea, I think. Spotlight, probably the most recent stuff. And um, started off in Mystic River. Actually started off in Spencer for Hire. So I was going back a few years yes. here in Boston. Yeah, With Hawk. With Hawk. I yeah. was a, Spencer. a background actor in that, but I never made it in. I've been a background actor in three times, three things, and none of them have ever made it into the the film or the TV show. <laughs> well, it's you know, you, yeah, who knows what the future will hold. Yeah. So, folks, if you'd like to see Joe's work, I have set it up so that I have posted Joe's acting reel, highlight reel, on the Jay Talking Facebook page or the Bradley J Facebook page, and it's really a great reel. It's 
it's uh, you call it an audition reel. It's got it's got some great moments all strung together. It's only about two minutes long, right? It's a little little clips of, of what you've done. But you're really going. good, and they're oh, really good I, clips. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And the whoever edited those did a great job. Who Ian was Lyons was his, uh, was the gentleman's name, and uh, he did an excellent job. Very reasonable as well. Now, and, if you um, uh, we could probably get a, set up a link or something maybe to his stuff. If you have the ability to go to the Jay Tuckin, the Bradley J Facebook page, you can see that and watch it. You know, while we're talking here, you don't have to leave me. So let's mm -hmm. now that we've shocked and awed them with yours, how <laughs> awesome you are. <laughs> let us go back. My big resume, yes. Let's go back to. I guess you you mentioned Spencer for hire. Is that That's right. Where yeah. you started, and how someone else may want to get started in this business so, as well. How did you get motivated? What made you think? I can do that. I can be a background actor. Um, well, I just, I just um, always loved movies growing up. I used to watch a lot of John Wayne movies. I used to go to the drive-ins as a kid. And um, I just thought that was the coolest job in the world. And, um, you know, I just started off as an extra, and I enjoyed it. And um, I started to get more auditions, more for principal work. And What, that's what was the thing that made you go from thinking about being an extra to going to the Spencer set? Well, my father actually, it was a Boston police officer, was uh, working a detail at uh, the Spencer for Hire setting. He's got talking to the person that was doing extras. And he got a chance to get in one of the Spencer for Hire uh, TV shows as well, driving a yellow matador. The door wouldn't work, but he got out of the car, okay. But uh, he, he's kind of started. He had a fascination. He always loved movies as well. I probably got that from my dad. Anyway, uh, he introduced me to the person that was doing extra hiring there, and then that kind of built on that. Okay, if you're retired yes. and you have a car, you, know, you really want to listen to this because you are perfect for being an extra. That's right. You have time, and you can be, you're available on a moment's notice, and you could probably drive you know, to local areas. A lot of stuff gets shot. Sometimes your car gets in the movie as well. Yeah, and you get, and you get extra, paid for extra, that. extra money. So listen to how this goes, because it's something you may not be aware of, and it's it's pretty sweet. I, I, I guess you should... I, we'll start with the do's and don'ts of being a background actor. No, actually, let's start All with right. what a background actor is. Right. Well, you basically, you're, uh, you're scenery that's directable. Uh, you're moving around in the background. Uh, you're not going to look at the camera. That's always a good idea to make sure you don't do that. Yeah. Um, and you just do whatever they tell you to do. How do you get a and gig you, as a background actor? Well, you uh, submit your, your name and your information. Uh, Boston Casting has Agency Pro, and you would put in your vitals, and you would have a headshot. Headshots are very, very important. Okay. Uh, if you okay, Agency Pro, you mentioned. Right, that's is, with Boston Casting. It is a, a software thing, so you got to be able to use a computer, right? It, it's yeah. I mean, nowadays it's very easy. And if someone, if you really have a you know a phobia about it, you can get grab a young person, and they're going to help you. So that's they used to do contact you in other ways and used to have paper headshots and all. By now, it's kind of a central repository for information on all our actors, and that's right. how they communicate. So what you would do is, which I have done, you upload some photos, some right, uh, and anything you've done, and you will just say nothing. I'm a beginner. Well, you, I mean, you, know, you can go well, not embellish it too much, but well, you know, any you plays what you've that you've ever your done. Life, exactly. you know, I was a butcher. I understand being a butcher. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of times they want people 
who are really butchers or really tennis players or really firefighters. They want you to show up in your in your uh, attire. You know, they want you to an EMF, you know, emergency worker or something right. or a firefighter or something. And sometimes you'll need to bring your work uniform with you. That's what I mean. Yeah, sometimes okay. that's an asset. It's one thing they don't have to buy. And you mentioned we had to get a headshot. So that is that complicated? What are the do's and don'ts on that? Well, there are some good headshot people here in Boston, and you can kind of ask around. Sometimes there'll be a clinic. Some of these casting agencies will have a clinic, and they'll be uh, they'll offer you three looks, as they say. Um, it's kind of uh, three looks for um, a certain amount of money. And what they mean by three looks is that it would be maybe one, if depending what type of an actor you are, what what character you may be playing. One might be a business attire. Other might be uh, kind of looking like a dad. Like I'm just talking to myself, say, you know, for instance. Yeah. And you want one commercial, which kind of looks uh, happy and kind of a very sellable, if you will. A and smile. smile. You need yeah. to smile. Well, I, I think it's good. It just shows you you have teeth. That's funny well, how that's to say that. That's what they say at Boston <laughs> Casting. You, right. might, you actually must smile. Uh, they want to see if you have teeth because it's happened where in the past right. people did not smile. They showed up. And they had no teeth. They had no teeth. Yeah, I think it's a plus. And also with the headshot, you want to make sure there's no distractions. Uh, you don't want to really, you know, if you're uh, jingly earrings Just or simple, lots of jewelry. Just straightforward. Yeah, straightforward, and, and you want to make sure the eyes are the focus and, you know. Um, Hopefully your your professional photographer. Well, they will definitely bring that out in you. Yeah, they'll take a lot of uh, a lot of shots. And then and the other one, you know, depending, uh, uh, would be more theatrical, if you will, and that would be probably not smiling. Okay. Maybe thinking about something. The right. person's taking the picture will probably give you some suggestions. Mm -hmm. This happened or that happened. Okay. You kind of get that emotion that they're looking for. So you've got your camera. profile set up on their software right. called Agency Pro. Uh huh. And then you kind of wait, right? And maybe they'll contact well, you. Exactly. But I mean, they'll send out emails. And if you're available, um, you'll you'll either hit submit, uh, which which it'll all be explained. It's a little bit um, insider stuff until you're looking at the web page exactly. But you'll see that they'll have an open uh, open calls are also another way to get on people's radar if you want to be an extra showing up for open calls. But when you show up for an open call, of course you want to have a, a headshot ready to yeah. go in your hand. So you want to get that done up front. That's pro. That's you why need to have important. that. You get you got to have a headshot, and it has to be of course something you can upload as well. You have to, which is how they do it nowadays. Yeah. So that's not a problem. And um, hmm. So you show up. What are the do's and don'ts when you show up? Um, just a nice smile. Um, you know, follow instructions. Don't be Basically, that. just yeah. be quiet and don't be a smart guy and don't try to explain stuff. Exactly. It's, they'll say, uh, stand over here. You, number 47, stand here. You're right. And you just don't even say anything. Just go stand there. You just go there and do it. You don't, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy that's a problem. they got to you know, make a phone call on or something. Because they have no just time. Do they don't have any exactly. time to explain stuff to you. Exactly. Just, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, and they might say, all right, we want you, 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 you. Right. Everybody else go home. Right. And they might send you over to wardrobe to get Which, some clothes. Well, that's cool. I mean, you kind of might be get a little bit more of an upgrade. I, when we talked about Spencer for Hire, the guy on the way to Charlestown got lost, uh, who was going to be the scene where he, I, I end up pulling a gun on uh, Robert York and, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, and he throws me through a door. 
Um, he threw but, you through a door? He throws me through a door 11 times. He right on Mex- your first first w- background w- Well, this was, um, I had worked a couple of backgrounds. This is one of my background things. And they put, and they said, they actually grabbed me and said, get this guy into makeup. And I'm like, hey, cool, man. So that means you're no longer, <laughs> that, that's, that's just notch about background. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, you make another greater pay, right? Right, right, exactly. Did you have a line? I had no line, but I did, um, it was kind of cool. He threw me through the door. I had, he pulls a gun on me and, you know, it was kind of, it was fun. You know, it's kind of fun. The guy, thank God the guy got lost uh, on the way to Charleston, right, that's, which isn't hard to do. Got to be in the right place and yeah. the right time. Just keep showing up. Be, that's right. as, I guess, was it Woody Allen that said that? Uh, that's half the battle of showing up is what Woody used to say. Big time actor, Joe Stapleton is yeah, with us. Nice. Talking about how you can, well, get into the, the movie business. But we're also talking about Joe's experience. We'll get to the. The big time stuff where he hung out with Clint Eastwood. Talk about those stories. Yeah. But we're taking uh, some time in the, the the front end here to make you understand that it is possible that you could be in a movie. Sure. And get paid. And get paid. And get paid pretty well. Yeah, and eat a hot lunch and everything. Yeah. Now, <laughs> when you start out, you're probably not in a union. And, of course, you have to be in a union at some point. How does that work yeah. in the beginning? Well, I mean, they'll have non-union extras and union extras. And um, I would say if you want to just to give it a shot and see if you like it or if something that interests you, um, and then when you become serious about it, you would join the union. Because well, you have to, don't you to have go. to do uh, three or something to be allowed to join no, the union? No, in fact, there used to be a bunch of rules. Um, I'll, you know, you may want to contact the union office to get the specific rules now, but it used to have to be cast in a, a Screen Actors Guild production to be allowed to enter the screen actors you'd guild. have to be a non-union person in a the, union right production. exactly the, in other words you had to break through this barrier yeah okay and that's no longer the case we've merged together now yeah so i think there's even some payment plans you can set up with the union uh to get yourself started if you'd like but i mean it, at some point if you want to become professional in doing it then you would join the screen actors guild or find a way to get join the screen actors now is the pay different Oh, yes. Once yeah, and residuals and things like that. You know, there's definitely, I mean, they, if I get kidded about the hot lunch, but that's part of the contract. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, get, uh, you are treated differently. For example, if you're in the union, you have to eat. If you're not, you don't. So yeah. they'll say, okay, I'll look at the clock. Okay, union people, eat now. Well, there's a penalty that would go along with it, right. But the, I mean, the whole business itself, I mean, they're not going to treat you Badly if you're not union, no. but I mean, it's, it's a point in your life where you say hey, it's something I really want to try to pursue, then you have to. And then, in fact, you know, it, it's so much easier if you happen, if you get an audition as a principal, uh, which is principal means getting lines in a, in a production yeah. that, you know, the, the union. But that's way down the road, folks. Well, exactly. But, but you wouldn't even get a chance to audition if you weren't part of the union. Okay. All right. And if you are in the union and you don't eat by a certain time, they have to pay you more. <laughs> yes. And there are other things that uh, happen that. They might have to pay you more for, like if you go late, right? You, exactly. Like the overtime is pretty significant. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, time and a half, then it becomes double time, and then there's a thing called golden time. Golden time. time. Sounds yeah, pretty goes, good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and it's you know it's uh, it's those are protections that are built into the contract. You don't want to get a mill penalty, but they know that's hanging over their head. They're probably going to make sure they feed you on time. I'll share an experience I had. As an example, I could just talk to Joe, and, but I'm going to share my story, too. It was, what was that really awful movie with um, Jeff Bridges and Ryan, 
what's his name that's so generic I can never remember. Was his the name. bombing movie? Was it no that one? All right. It was kind of semi uh semi animated. Uh, it, they shot a lot of it at the Heinz Auditorium. Oh, uh, R.I.P.D. Yeah, R. I. I was P. in that. <laughs> R.I.P.D. All right, it's the worst movie. Well, whatever, but good. So actually, I was in the I worst movie. I got three days that. of you know, yeah. unit, produ unit production. And this is when it was still valuable. Right. And yet, you get up really early because call times a lot of time are super early. Sure. You get up at like four. You show up at what's call time usually six. Well, it depends. I mean, you know, what, what they want to do. Right. If they're going to shoot some overnight, it's going to be later in the day. Well, they'll tell you, and you know. On, on time is late. Early is on time, and on time is late. Get there early. Don't mess around. Be professional. Right. You got to be professional. Show up and read the directions and do it. Right. Exactly. Right. And great, great advice of life in general. And, and uh, so you sit in this room, a pool. Is that what they call it? Right. It's a called, big room. It's called extras holding. Extras holding. Yes. And so what they do have what they do is they have a bunch of extras available as you in holding and when they need some people yeah they'll send uh, somebody in there and look around and say okay uh, sometimes I'll ask who wants to go out some people just want to sit around all day well some people yeah. don't uh, yeah exactly I mean it, they sometimes may ask if it's a very cold day or a rainy day or something like that someone may have had enough at that point but usually if you look what they were looking for if you look like the person waiting at the yeah. bus or something they're gonna Gonna, so you're gonna have say, to go, you know. Okay. All right. You and you and you and you come with me. Yeah. And they'll say, "All right, you stand here, and you stand beside him." And when we say action, you just do small talk with him. That's it. And don't look at the camera. And, and don't, don't look, look at the actors. And don't talk to the actors. Don't talk to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Don't and get, then they do that the with way. a whole bunch of people. You'll be standing there while they set up a bunch right. of people, and then they'll go, "Okay." They'll say, "What do they say, Joe?" They say. Uh, They're rolling on your on your ones or whatever, and uh, they say speed right back, back which to means one. The sound is rolling. Right, exactly, yeah. And then they'll say action. They actually some of them say action. Clint doesn't say action. Well, that's right. But they'll say first they'll say background action. Background action. That's and then right. they'll say action. It's like that's right. Right, because they want you moving before the thing. They don't want anybody. They don't want it to look like everyone yeah, yeah. starts at yeah. once. Stopping in the middle of the background street action. Reason. So you start <laughs> doing small talk to someone you don't know. Exactly. And then, you know, it may be 20 feet away or even 10 feet away. Jeff Bridges or Kevin Bacon will be doing their thing. Right. My, when I was at the Heinz for RIPD, Kevin Bacon was crossing the street, Boylston Street, and I, they selected me to walk perpendicularly to him. So I intersected, I, I just went within a foot of him like 20 times. So that Separation a, is one now for Kevin Bacon. That's right. That was genuine, uh, brushed with greatness. I mean, I, I nearly. Ran into him like a bunch, of, and I timed it. Which is not a good idea. I, I timed it just right to get as close as I could, which is weird, and yeah. they, I hope they didn't sense that. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't get in the movie. Kevin Bacon was very serious, I found. And Jeff Bridges, not serious at all. Ryan Reynolds, so generic, I, I don't remember what he was like. I, he was very nice to me, very, he seemed a very nice guy, and he was with his girlfriend there, too. They ended up marrying. So then yeah. they'll... Shoot it again, probably. They may shoot it again without checking, or they may check the gate. What's checking the gate? That means they're looking for any debris that might be on the lens or anything that may have gotten in there. They're checking the gate. The gateway is, of course, the lens of the camera. And, um, and they, just wanna, they like that take. They want to make sure there's no Make sure there was, no, there was nothing on that 
on the on any the, uh, light lens. flare or anything like that. Well, exactly, or any other problem, debris, okay. miscellaneous dust of some sort but that would. For be a few on the times, I go okay. Uh, back to one it means go back to your spot. Back to the spot they originally started you at. And here's what happens: everyone starts talking because they're waiting around. They talk, talk. It gets louder, louder, and louder, and louder, and then. I'll say, please be quiet. And this happens probably 10, 20 times a day. Well, yeah, they're used louder, to it. We're people. Louder, yeah, we're louder, people are going to talk, yeah. And now you don't do it while the take is on. And now with iPhones, it's an entirely different world. Shut your phone off. Shut your phone yeah. off. And um, one thing that's interesting is if you're an extra and you, a, lot of, a lot of extras, you're talking to somebody else. You right. have to make this weird small talk. And do you, do you decide with the person you do it with what you're going to say, or do you just both say random things, or what do you do? Well, you, the, the basic thing you want to kind of keep in mind, you want to mirror anything you did the last time around. Yeah. Because you never know how that's going to be edited. Yeah. So if your hand was over here the whole time, and then the next take, your hand's over here, it's going to look kind of strange yeah. if they use two different things. So whatever you happen to do, whether it was scratching your head or fixing your hat, just do it again. Okay. The same idea. Do it, do it at the exact same time so they can, you know, again. And you do meet a lot of interesting people because you, you're and the, thrown and, together and, with exactly. this whole, whole holding pool of people. Everyone's friendly, and you always eat together. So eating together is always a very social thing. So It's it's quite a thing. It's, a, yeah. it's pretty intense, and you have to be able to be on available at last minute. You, they, you want them to know that you're going to say yes when they reach out to you. Yep, I can do it. Absolutely. None of this, I'm going to work kind of business. Well, no. I mean, here's the situation. If you say you're going to do it. You've got to be. You to better be. Yeah, that's, you don't, that's, that be, you become that guy. There's a problem. He's yeah. not here. The car didn't work. Some of, you got to make sure. You, but once you commit, but beforehand, that's the time to decide. Yeah. You know, not. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 15 minutes before you're uh, supposed you, to be you there. Don't think, if it's any don't chance hit, that you might not be able to do it, say no. Say no. We just don't okay. have to either respond to it. The way it's set up is you're sent an email, and then you go online, and then you take a look at whatever project's available, and then you either hit submit or reject, or you just ignore it. Um, but don't hit submit if, you, if you're not available. Okay. Any other advice for background actors? Um, bring a good book. Bring a book, yes. Uh, be social. You never know who you're talking to, what different projects It's kind of like jury involved. duty and movies combined. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In a way. And it's, you know, it can be, you know, you talked about retirees. That's a great thing. Um, you know, people with different schedules and things like that. It, it might be nice Or if you're just playing out of a job. Yeah, well, that's the other part of it as well. I mean, you probably could go to different places and be a professional extra. Now, we're going to move into the perhaps getting a speaking role. Let's yes. do the audition situation first. And this is a very valuable thing you're doing because a lot of people pay money to learn what you're going to tell them right now. You can take this <sighs> seminar on auditions, but most That's of what right. you learn in that audition, you're going to tell them right now. All right. So same thing, there's a, let's say there's a part. They've said, are you available to audition with this part? And you say, all right, here I go, my first right. time. You say, yes, I am. Right. There's certain things to know and 
So do's and don'ts. Exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, there's probably going to be a while of, of doing extra work yeah. and getting known to the casting director. And then there'll be a, a part that'll open up that you'll look right for, hopefully, uh, or something that goes around your demographic. Say you're a male in his 50s like myself, and there's a role for that. And we're looking for new faces. They may have you come in and read for a part, okay? And what's going to happen is you're going to have what they call sides. Now, sides are just the two or three pages that uh, you would be concerned with that would you would be auditioning from. They're just they're, they're the lines uh, of the script. Yeah. And they're referred to sides. So if someone said, we're going to send you the sides, that's exactly what they mean. They're they sending you the script, that little that portion need. of the script that you'll need for the audition. So uh, then you would receive those sides. And um, I, I would try to memorize them as best as you possibly could. If you can't memorize the whole thing, I would try to memorize the beginning and the end of the script because you want to be looking at the camera when you start off with and you and, and when you end with. Uh, they want to be looking at you. You know, the, that's your chance to emote or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so you show uh, up. You've learned your lines. Okay. You've got your lines right, and, you, and now you're at the audition, and you, and you sign in. You right. get there, and you want to bring a, a headshot, right? Yeah, that's and right. A, it all starts a, with the headshot. Headshot and a resume right. or whatever. Do you call it a resume? Absolutely. And that's going to be fastened to the back of the headshot. You're going yeah. to have an 8 by 10 photo, color, all right? As we mentioned before, it's just, just going to be your your face. Color uh, now. It used to be black and white was the rule. Well, that was, yeah, that was the rule. Black and white actually is more true to life because it shows the shape. It's, it's a little different. But now they but, want color. Well, they definitely want color, and they want, you know, and the, the headshot professional photographer will... We'll know this as well on how to set it up, but it's it's we want to make sure that you know that, that two or three seconds of looking at it, they're looking at your best shot. How much is that very important headshot going to cost you with the photographer? Like, well, three, I mean, three hundred, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, or more, depending on who you're going to be going with. Uh, as I mentioned, sometimes they'll have clinics where they'll have a one person there who does makeup, and one person who does headshots, and they'll they'll be there doing it all day long, and they'll give you what they call three looks. And as I mentioned, three looks would be you know one. Yeah, professional look. One, yeah. uh, a dad, or one being, uh, you know. Are there any websites or groups you can join that talk about all this stuff? Well, I mean, as I mentioned, Boston Casting. There's yeah. also CP Casting in Boston. Um, you look at casting. You know, you can Google it, and and basically, once you have the materials, it's like anything else you're trying to sell <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Once your your package is ready to roll, then you want to make sure you're on these uh, these uh, specific websites. Okay, you show up. Right. You got your headshot. It's your turn. You're nervous. What do you What do you do for the well? I mean, don't, yeah, I mean, it, it's nothing. What was I'm sorry. What I, do you do for the jitters? Just nothing. Just well, I mean, it. it's um, push-ups. Yeah, well, Xanax. I, I used to I used to call it like a vision quest. I used to picture myself leaving, pushing the button on the elevator, happy with my performance. And that way it was kind of one of those things that was nothing subconsciously could screw up my audition because I've already pictured myself going home happy. Yeah. That was kind of a mental thing that I would do. That might work for you. It might not. But you're going to be a little bit nervous. They know that. Don't apologize for anything. Get in there. You're a professional. You're going – you know your lines a little bit. Um, you know, uh, you're going to – they're going to come in. You're going to stand on a mark. And it's going to be usually a piece of like a cross piece of Before tape. you even get there. Yes. You walk in the door. They say, hello. And you say, Hello. Yeah, so you sign in. Yeah. Okay, and then they say next, and, yeah. and there's usually benches there, uh, but you sit on. Yeah. And then the next guy goes ahead, and you walk in. There's usually people that look a lot like you, or certainly Maybe are similar. Maybe a camera's set type. up, and you'll realize, oh man, this is where the rubber meets the road. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, if you do a good job, it looks good for them. Yeah. 
So don't uh, they're they're on your team. Okay. They may seem a little gruff or business like or whatever, but that's just the business. And they're moving a lot of people through sometimes. They yeah. get 40 people coming in for an audition. So they can't a lot of a lot of times chit chat, but they're nice people that want you to succeed because when they succeed, you know, when you succeed, they succeed. Yeah. They they found the person they're looking for. So uh, the do's and don'ts would be. They may not want it. A lot of times they don't want to shake your hand because they don't want to shake everybody's hand because it's just a germy affair. If they extend their hand to shake, go ahead. Probably they won't. Don't don't you be first. Right. You'll have you go stand on a mark and just go stand on the mark. Don't say, well, I'm a little, don't say anything. Just do it. They don't have any time. And then, yeah, yeah, just try to keep as professional as possible. Most people are going to be like that. You go over and do your mark, and they'll uh, sometimes they'll ask you your union affiliation. And, um, and they'll, oh, well, first off, they're going to say, we'd like you to slate. We slate. talked about that earlier. Slate. And what slating is, you look right into the camera, uh, and it's usually just your name. I always just say hello normally, but I'll say, hello, my name is Joe Stapleton. And then sometimes they'll ask you to add uh, um, SAG after, which means you're a union member. Uh, any union affiliation uh, will also be included. Okay. That's, that's what they it. mean by slate. So now you, when they say slate, you'll know exactly what they're talking about. And then about. they say action? Or go ahead? No, I mean, uh, go ahead or whatever. The, a lot of times they'll be reading with you. Okay. The scene will have two people in it, and the casting director will be reading the other part. And you're reading with them. And they usually want you to do it to them as well, not to the camera. Yeah. You may cheat it a bit towards the camera, but you're doing it as you would be doing the scene. Yeah. Right. Okay. And if you make a mistake, don't say, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you could say, um, well, I mean, it's going to be obvious that you're going to have to start again. Yeah, but don't say, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's not necessary. And it's, it's um, some people say that, yeah, I mean, I would omit it. A lot of people would say, can I do it again and should you or not? Um, if you feel like you really have something left in you, they'll, they'll give you that option. They, again, they're, they're looking for you to get the job. Yeah. Um, they're on your team. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, if you feel that you have a better performance in you, I think that they're the best decider of that, and they'll they'll most times more time than not say, "Let's give it one more shot," you know, or you know, just so I have a backup or some other say. Uh, okay. You may not want to initiate that yourself. No. And then they'll say thank you, and you just say thank you, and then you leave. Right. And you don't say, "Well, how do I do?" or anything like that. Just <laughs> no. Don't call us; we'll call you. Right. Now here's the the key, and yeah. this uh, Brian Cranston of Breaking Bad gave. This advice, you saw it online, and right. I'll let you say it. It's, it's well, how you view the audition. Go well, ahead. yeah, basically, um, uh, there, are, there are a lot of factors in who gets picked for a particular position. All of them are out, are out of your control. The only thing that's in control is your performance. So that's what you got to concentrate on. You can walk in the door and not be the right type. Right. There are all these other things that are, could Don't go wrong. Don't worry about any Don't of Don't worry that. about any of that. This is your chance to, to do your art, if you will. This is your interpretation of the art. Um, and you do the best, you, you try to be memorable, um, you go in prepared and professional as I, we were talking about, but that's, that's, that's basically what it is. You go in there desperate for a job, it's going to bleed through. Think of it as the audition is not a chance to succeed and then get to work your art. This audition is in itself a the chance art. for you yeah. to perform your art. Right, exactly. As best you can. And you right. should take pleasure in, in that. That right. challenge. And then take a lot of pleasure if you actually get the job. Right. That's, and that, that's, getting yeah. the job is a bonus. Well, yeah. Okay. Now tell us uh, what what movies do you have little clips in in that active reel? Um, Spotlight, Manchester by the Sea, 
Uh, Mystic River, the first one I ever did, uh, is in there uh, towards the end. Um, Sex Tape, which was voted the worst movie of that particular year, but I thought it was pretty good with Cameron uh, Diaz and uh, Rob Lowe. And um, um, The Invention of Lying, where Ricky Gervais is in there. And I'm those are all so. little clips in your... Right. A reel is, I mean, back in the old days, it was actually a reel of film that you would take to an agent. Yeah, but and, now it's much try. easier. Well, now it's just, exactly. But it still keeps the name real, R-E-E-L. Do you yes. tend to get particular types of roles? I mean, it seems like you yeah. tend to get the role of the police officer. <laughs> yeah, civil service has been very good Civil to me. service. My father was a policeman, so I think it may run on the blood a little bit. Or a fireman and... Uh, or a construction worker, which is fine. You know, they say the character actors work a lot more than than the uh, the lead. Let's see, you can tell yourself that anyway. But uh, go ahead. Now, I noticed in the you have a particular style in all of them. I I don't know if that's your style or the style that's called for in that, those particular scenes, but it's really kind of quiet and minimal. It seems uh, is that not not the case? Um, well, I try to. I, it's very I try low to, key and authoritative. Oh well, thank you. I I. Um, you know, uh, I try to. They say that. Uh, well, James Dean said that um, you know, the eyes are the window to the soul. That uh, you have to think it. It has to come out of your eyes for it to be really. His quote, famous quote, was, "I could do Shakespeare standing on my head eating a banana, but you'd believe it if you could see my eyes. You could see I was telling the truth." You know. So I mean, there's something like the scene in Manchester by the Sea or whatever. I mean, the guy lost his whole family at that point. So, so, I mean, it was real easy to be sad, you know. So, let's uh, pick one of the movies and talk about your audition for it. And Well, uh, Mystic River was the first one. Yeah. And uh, I was over the moon on that. I was at least four or five feet off the ground. When Where did you me. audition for that? Uh, I was over at Faneuil Hall. And um, I'll think of the actress's name. I believe she was picked first. And she had blonde hair. And I was playing her father. So I don't know, and I believe she was picked first. So that, that, and then I guess they went through the files, someone that may have looked like her. And that's how I got a chance to go in and audition, actually, uh, with, you know. And how many part. lines did you have? Quite a few. I auditioned for two parts. Uh, eventually, oh, when I finally got the thing, I was in two scenes. One, he call, Sean Penn calls me, and we're talking on the phone. Yeah. Another one, Lawrence Fishburne and Kevin Bacon, who we were talking yeah. about, are interviewing my daughter in the, in the scene as well. But I auditioned for a couple of other scenes as well, and uh, then they asked me to audition for something else, which is always very good, uh, because every time they audition for another role, your chance of getting it goes up by you know hundred you know yeah getting something goes up, your odds go up. And what was the first clip in the in your actor reel? I like um, that one. You're in like a police station. That was uh, Spotlight. That was a Boston Globe movie about the Catholic Church and the. Uh, sex and you were just a, a policeman at the station. Yeah. So Do you remember what much. you said? Uh, something about an arraignment. I don't remember my lines exactly right now. It's just going to uh, matter of fact, like a policeman would be. Like. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, like it's bum, 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 right. Bum, 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 bum. You, you try to, you know, you try to be. Uh, I mean, it, that's what I'm going for anyway. I, I, I try to think of what the person would be thinking that's actually saying the line. What would you do? How would you right. react? Right. So when you're doing it, when it's actually on, it's live, it's for real, and it's really right. these people right there, are you scared to death? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't say scared to death, but you realize that this is, you know, this is a professional situation, and you've you got to... You're you're a cog in this machinery, and if you make a mistake, everyone else is going to be like, "Hey, you know." There's a lot come of on. money being spent every minute. Exactly. Yeah, but you, but at that point, though, I mean, you got to find that's um, other advice I get, you know, through the abstract is you have to find a way. Gene Hackman said to relax. 
whatever that is, whether it's just a quiet time, a meditation, or whatever, you got to ignore it. You have to ignore everything else. There's someone hanging a camera over you. Yeah. There's someone with a microphone in your face. Where's that happen in real life, right? Yeah. So you just so got to be. You gotta, there's some way you got to find a way to relax. So, yeah. Or you have to fake relaxation until you make it. Well, I mean, it, it helps everything. Yeah. Because you can't really concentrate on what you're doing if, no. if all those other things are going on in your head. So just there's some way to maybe going away just for a second and just kind of sitting for yourself. and Like in Spotlight, who's in the room when you're doing the scene? Uh, everybody that has anything to do with the production of it. I mean, the directors are there, and uh, uh, the camera's there, the boom microphone. Uh, that's the that's where the production is. That's the, uh, you know, the A-team or whatever. Any of the... A-roll. Who, what? Now, this is not just brushes with greatness. This is what stars, and we get into the star part, <laughs> have you actually interacted with? When you uh, when you went uh, the scene with Sean Penn on the, the phone, he's not there, right? He wasn't there. No, it was a woman on the phone uh, doing yeah. his lines, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I hung around with Lawrence. I mean, the very first movie I was ever in, I got to hang around with Clint Eastwood, who was directing it. Lawrence Fishburne. This is Mystic River. It was Mystic River. Yeah, and Kevin Bacon. I mean, that's got. This know, is a Clint Eastwood way out of my league, and the first the first shot. Clint Eastwood directed that. He directed it. Yeah. And what? You yeah, actually caught him. He tripped over a light. And he almost went. I was down. going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Who are you actually in scenes with? Uh, well, that's the that's the scene that I'm in with those those guys. The other one was just a phone call, as I mentioned. Yeah. Sean Penn's being filmed someplace else. I'm talking to him on the telephone, but as I mentioned, yeah. it's just a woman. Uh, so, just a, not a woman. But do you get used to it being Clint Eastwood and Kevin Bacon? They're just pat, just dudes after a day, or not? How does that? Never, uh, never happened. Uh, no, I mean, I thought they were very, uh, very friendly, a lot friendlier than they had to be. I mean, they're, they're working too. I mean, they're, you know, and, and for that time, for that little second or that day or whatever, you're a coworker if you think about it. I know. I mean, it's, you know, way out of your league. I mean, you know, obviously it was experience wise, but just yeah. do the best you can. And um, it's a grueling thing for everyone, for the director, for the actors, for the. And everybody kind of is has that bond that you're all doing this very difficult right. thing together. It is, and uh, that's kind of cool. It is, it is. That's what I was talking about eating together and stuff. You all eat together. It's a kind of a. Did you eat in the same room with Clint? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Kevin Bacon? Uh yeah. yeah was he serious? Somewhere. I was busy eating. I wasn't looking up all that much. All right. There wasn't much time. And but he was there. A yeah. little bit of time. Who else have, did you have, did you get to uh, either do scenes with or just kind of run into? So far in your acting career, well, those are the ones that I, I spent the most time with. Um, but I mean, I worked with other people. I remember with Cameron you said Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Did you did talk she, to her? Oh yeah, she was very very nice. You know, Rob she was she was. The, was the same I was scene. never a giant fan of her in the movies, but when she was on Saturday Night Live, she really tried. You know, a lot of those yeah. people on Saturday Night Live, they just read the cards. She learned her lines. Exactly. I thought she was really good. I always thought that too. I mean, you can't learn your lines. <laughs> I mean, they're that big of a star. I guess. Yeah, she she did, and she was very very uh, just a nice person. A little bit of an aside, Robert De Niro, when a couple times ago he did some. I met him once. Robert Mueller thing, clearly reading his lines. Hey, you don't have any lines, Bob. Couldn't you just learn them? I suppose they get him in at last minute, but really, I know you're a professional, and it doesn't look very professional. It you're is, talking to yeah. someone here, and you're looking way over there, clearly right, exactly. at the cards. Yeah. 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 All right. So. What else? is there? Anything you we want to share? We're talking about memorizing lines and things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, you yeah. You have a. Here comes. Joe's secret method of memorizing well, lines. It's well, not no, really it's secret. Not, it's not that secret. Yeah, it goes back to uh, the ancient Greeks. 
when they would try to memorize uh, a, a long speech. They didn't have teleprompters, obviously. So I don't know how much time we have and, here. And ancient Greeks would would give speeches for two, three hours. Yeah, exactly, right. And um, uh, they would look. They would picture a house, and the house had four different rooms. All right. In the first room, there were paintings on the wall, and each painting represented one of the paragraphs or one of the statements that they wanted to make yeah. as they went through. The the, the uh, phrase in the first place is derived from this particular. In the first method. place, because there's an actual place where is the thing's place hanging that up. The person is thinking, right? Yeah. So what you would do is you would take the script. Now I I take the script. I read the whole script onto my phone, okay, and then uh, a couple second break, and I do just the other person's line, okay. So I listen to the first one as just repetitively. I mean, just hundred times maybe whatever. Then I go to the other uh, recording where it's just the other person's lines, and I'm they're like they're feeding the lines, and I'm, I'm interacting yeah. with it. Then after I get myself really, you know. I really know the material. I do this particular thing, and each painting on the wall is going to remind me of a, a different set of lines. In your are, mind, is this painting in your mind only? In my mind, well, I'm walking. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you're walking into a mind, you know, into a house in your mind, in your imagination, and in the first place, there'll be four paintings, and each painting will represent some portion of the script. Okay, and then you move to the second place, maybe the kitchen of the place, and that's to the phone is the other set of lines. Does it make any sense? Kind of. Now, give an example of what might be in one of the pictures. All right. What was the one we did before? Was um, uh, okay. Uh, there's a. There's, you walk into the room. Uh, there's a um, a woman in a rocking chair. Okay, and she's holding a, a card that says Bob's mom. Yeah. Okay. Right next to them would be a, a, a long case. Okay, and then there'll be a, a house with a moon over it. All right. So just quickly, um, well, who was there? Yeah, Bob's mom. Uh, was she an invalid? How long has that been the case? Uh-huh. Okay, long the case. long case. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. How long were you here? Were you, were you here overnight? Because the moon went over the house. See? Yeah. Okay. And then the you know another another one was uh, was uh, a guy who was wanted to beat me up, and he had a restraining order on his forehead. It was taped to his forehead. In your mind. In my mind. Yeah. And uh, and the guys, what well, was? Did he ever become violent? Was one of my lines. Yeah. So, and I said, Well, did you file a restraining order? Because <laughs> it's taped to his forehead. That's, See, that's pretty how, great, man. That's how you remember. It, it worked yeah. for the Greeks. It's it, it got to be yeah, good. It works for that, right? Thank you, Joe, for coming uh, right. in on your on one of your nights off. That is excellent. Thanks, man. Right? I appreciate it really. So again, go to, and you might want to do this this weekend over the Christmas holidays. Go to the Jay Talking or Bradley Jay Facebook page. Look at Joe's actor reel. And then do a Joe Stapleton marathon. Watch every movie oh, that you. is uh, in that reel. And that should be a pretty good weekend for you. Thank you very much, Joe Stapleton on WBZ News Radio 1030. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.